queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. another sunday another weekend of chaos and wrestling uh it's like uh pick your poison here Jeez, got a lot to go through okay so for wwe we got a lot of wrestlemania updates uh if everything works out we should have an old friend joining us in a bit but uh there are a couple of AEW factors we got to take care of first oh lordy 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 uh for someone who thought he was gonna end up getting his contract expired uh come to find out Tony Khan extended Brian Cage, even though he hasn't been doing jack shit on TV lately. It's like uh, everyone wants to jump on Vince for holding Ali and everything and not releasing him per his request. And Kayla, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, for real. It's like, I don't know. He's just, Brian Cage has been kind of just laying in the dust a little bit. So I believe if Tony Khan wants to re-sign him, that's fine, but do something with him. Put him in a tag team, you know, put him in the battle royals. Um, hell, make him go after FTW championship again against Ricky Stark, something. Because, I mean, he did take it away from him. So, you know, make it more interesting. Um, bring him, put him back in there. Just don't put him backstage and, I don't know, not do nothing. Um, but, hey, but uh, if that's the case, they kind of just need to lay off of it. Yeah, I understand Ali you know, wants to leave, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe, maybe with um, him extending it, maybe he's got something for him. Who knows? Because I mean, apparently he's a part of everything, the creative and everything. So. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like he needs to make up his mind one fucking way or another. This is getting absolutely ridiculous and everything because it's like, we've talked on the show before and everything about how like AEW and WWE, they're doing their things differently as far as like, letting contracts expire and then letting them go and stuff like that. But it's like, you have someone back there, very talented. You could do a lot with him and everything, but you're not using him, but you extended him for another year. So he didn't go anywhere on fucking oil. Jolly, you want to add anything to that? Tony Khan is a fucking fanboy who plays with monopoly money because he doesn't know how to make it himself. All this money is going back to his father. Technically this isn't his money. And uh, Brian Cage is just being caged, to be perfectly honest. I think the dude has potential. He should be world champion. He should be going for the championship. He shouldn't be just sitting there with a fuck the world championship or the whatever other championships there are. But it's just like, you know, he he gets misused. And I mean, uh, granted, he's been doing great with CCW and all the other indie shows that he's been working 
Mm -hmm. Props to him for being, you know, a mentor and, you know, and going out there and working with indie uh, indie companies, you know, that are trying to make their professional wrestlers better. And so, I mean, you can always, you know, say thank you, Tony, for that. But, you know, you're just having the dude sit backstage and catering or doing whatever they want to do. And it's just like, no, dude, you, you have to do something. You have to fucking do something give him a championship uh, like you said make him a tag team put him with Hobbs or put him with um put him with Keith Lee Cagely there you go <laughs> love it you know and just do something with him i mean you got a big dude don't just treat him like a big dude because he's not necessarily 100% a big dude so you know it is what it is and i feel for the dude but if he wanted to resign and he re- he did you know good on him maybe he has that you know i can go work with the indies clauses and that that will work for him but we'll see what happens yeah we'll definitely have to see what happens but it's just like tony make up your mind you gotta be a manager or a fan first i mean get with it all right so jolie i know you're not an AEW person we've discussed it a million times and everything but yeah we've also discussed how uh caster of the acclaim doesn't know when to shut the hell up and lately uh on a recent uh on a recent broadcast i think he was about it was the one he was he was about to go against orange cassidy i i apologize if i'm wrong and everything but dumbass doesn't know how to read the room read the environment and everything like that and they had to edit this part out of his rap whenever he was uh going to the ring play with uh and i'm saying this quote from a uh an article i read play with the acclaimed you got to be stupid this guy's as popular as vladimir putin of all the things going on in the world today it's like why 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 and i know you tweeted out about this about the whole situation the other day because of your family so i wanted to give you first crack at this look the situation in ukraine right now is terrifying um I mean, I did find out that I really don't have any family left in Poland. Everybody pretty much emigrated to the United States as okay. immigrants. Um, I do come from a very, my, my whole family is all immigrants. They didn't start in America. They didn't come over with the original 13 idiots. Um, you know, the colonizers, we came here for a chance because of the colonizers, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, my cousin's military. So right now I'm terrified. I know many people in the military. So it's like, I'm, I don't want anybody that I care about getting shipped over there, you know, to be put in harm's way. And Putin just is a tiny, tiny, uh, short shriveled dicked man who, you know, needs his ego stroked. And as we've seen, you know, some of the GOPs, I know we're not making this political, but Kane made it political, you know, with his tweet about, putin and she's like no you guys need to read the fucking room don't bring up putin don't don't do this bullshit right now this is a serious fucking situation people are dying i literally watched a tank run over a car like what the fuck i saw an old man kneel in front of a car or a tank you have those 13 soldiers that died valiantly telling a russian warship to go fuck itself which dude that is the most the second most savage thing that I've seen so far, the first is the little old lady giving the Russian soldiers sunflower seeds saying, when your body de- decomposes in our land, we'll have beautiful sunflowers. Wow. So, Damn. 
yeah it was it was very very savage and so i i just we shouldn't be bringing up putin we shouldn't bring up russia we shouldn't we should just be in all honesty just saying you know what we wipe our hands of this we're not going to deal with this this is this isn't our this is we are we will educate and support but not talk about that evil little dick tater so max max caster needs to know how to shut the fuck up that's all pretty much pretty much he doesn't he he i know he this goes back to like tony khan like kind of like letting them kind of do what they want and everything but he can edit it out later and stuff like that and it's like you got to be a little bit more involved i'm not saying write the rap for him and everything but he's like you got to be a little bit more involved at least read over it or something like that so you know save save you the time on the ending something they they just need to be a little bit better about the whole situation because what's happening like i said what's happening over there is not right they russia invaded a, a sovereign nation you've got putin threatening nuclear war now mm-hmm. so it's just like some things you just got to say uh let's not give that man any more attention don't need it don't want it fuck him exactly kayla do you want to add anything on to that um correction he was it was his um partner anthony bowens going up against orange cassidy for the uh your evolution qualify match okay okay um and i was just sitting here when i was listening to jolie i was just sitting listening somebody had posted some of his um some of his rap on here that actually had to go out and now i see why tony khan had to cut it out was it just a short something about on here I just lost it. Well, in other terms, he basically said Tony Khan only cuts checks, but a big thanks to you that he couldn't have sex, trying to ruin his life and stuff, causing his life, sexual life with his wife. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dear God. Something about AEW Dynamite and Am- AEW uh, Rampage is causing the Chadster to become sexually impotent and unable to have sexual intercourse with his wife. Yeah, now I can see why Tony Khan had to cut some of that stuff out. <laughs> Caster, you cannot rap. Oh my god! But um, I will jump. Caster, you whole... cannot rap. Quit it. <laughs> but I will say the whole Russia and Ukraine right now kind of just scares me too because, I mean, one of my friends is like, "Well, we're gonna start World War Three. I said, "No, technically, the United States won't get involved unless they were provoked." So, not true. That is not true. Oh, God. If Russia attacks any NATO country, we are automatically going into war. So if he invades Poland, we will be going to war. The only reason why we have not gone into war with Ukraine is because they are not a, they are not a NATO country. That is the whole reason. So once an attack happens onto a NATO sovereign land, then all bets are off. NATO will say you this is what we signed up for this is what we have to do and we will be entering World War Three and probably reenacting the movie Red Dawn and if you haven't seen it do not watch the newest Hollywood version watch the original with Patrick Swayze Charlie Sheen that one's better all right go ahead Kayla I'm just saying I just hope um it don't happen so hopefully everything will work out because like I said I don't want to I don't want to go through that yeah me neither I really don't either. Because, I mean, so. I've seen one my, i seen, obviously, I wish I would have got a chance to ask him when he was alive, when, you know, digging into history. But, you know, 
reading about in school, I know what they went through in World War One and World War Two. So even and they, so a lot of people, especially not being in the military, you can only imagine, you know, what my grandpa and everyone went through when they were in that. And I don't want to live through that. So luckily, yeah. so luckily all the wars and stuff look back a while back, but heck, we we went through 9-11 and that, you know, that was crazy. So 91, 92, we had the Gulf War. And 10 years later, we invaded Afghanistan and Iraq again and Saudi Arabia. And now 10 years after that, or 20 years after that, we remove our troops from Afghanistan, letting the Taliban take over. And funnily enough, the Taliban, from a report that I read, I don't know how true this is, but it came from a reputable news source that the Taliban is condemning what Putin is doing. The Taliban. Whoa. Okay. So uh, I I will take what the fuck is going on in the world for 300, Alex. Um, (laughs) For real. Nobody knows is your answer. (laughs) But I will say this. uh, President Zelensky has balls of fucking steel. Amen. And the mayor of Kiev, or Kiev, I do. It's I've heard it pronounced both ways. I apologize, but <laughs> that dude has balls of fucking steel. And the women, they said like there's like thirty three thousand women that have taken up arms. Dude, don't fuck with women. Can women just take over the fucking world, please? Because men keen to fuck up. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, Dios mío, Santo. <laughs> Oh my god, this is absolute craziness. But um basically all three of us at the same point. It's like let this shit be over with quick. All right, one more piece of AW business and then I'll uh I'll ease uh Jolie's suffering here and everything because that's a lot. Well, I mean because this this question is mainly for Caleb because you brought this up. I had I had to go on YouTube to watch it because I haven't watched the whole episode yet. Uh apparently on Dynamite, Mr. MJF went on a huge ass promo um about how he was like about how he admired and everything CM Punk growing up and everything. Even CM Punk had to come out and say ask him, is it true? Is it true? Because he even got teary eyed and I'm like thinking, is this guy full of shit or what? And then uh, I mean I admit it I admit it was pretty damn good promo, but you said and and I, some people on Twitter agreed and everything that it was like one of the best promos ever. For MJF, for me to say that about MJF, I'll say that because um, I'm not a fan of his because I'm going to be honest with you. When he's in the ring, 99% of the time, fast forward. <laughs> I don't I don't listen to him, but it's just ever since he – you know, him and Punk's been going back and forth, you know, being a fan of CM Punk, you know, I'm kind of, I'm liking it because just some of the stuff they're throwing at each other. Right. And I don't know. It's just, I guess with the promo, I wouldn't, I would say, in my opinion, it would be a best, but I'm just saying I'm intrigued. He got me, he got me reeled in. It makes me wonder, um, where is this going to go? Is MJF going to continue to be undefeated? Is Punk actually going to get the win? Um, which, I mean, with being a dog collar match, I don't know. It's going to be quite interesting to see how this goes. 
because you saw how it went with Cody and um, Brody Lee. Brody Lee, may yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, that that was that was crazy. Yes, Cody came out on top, but golly. But um, I'm just saying, MJF, I will not acknowledge you. I will not like you. But what you're doing right now, a punk with your promos and stuff, you got me. You got me wheeled in. I, you know, I'm enjoying it. And like I said, coming from me and not being an MJF fan, I know that says a lot. So I, I'm just saying he's making it interesting, you know. So I mean, that's why I would say was that's why I would say not necessarily the best, but one of his best because he actually wheeled me in for once to keep you know updated. So heck, my friend, my I think my friend wants to go in and get Revolution because mom's like, I want to watch this match. Well, I want to watch this match. So um hey who knows um it's gonna be a lot um i think it's gonna be one brutal match um so come aew this coming wednesday i'm working on the preview i don't know something else might be added to it by the time we're there i don't know it might be i don't even know what they would add to it mjf always finds something to pull out of his ass to (laughs) add to a match man with with this being a dog collar match and everything it's like it needs to be an end-all, be-all, and MJF needs to just take this uh, L and And also, go. he needs to let his little goon squad stay in the back. No pinnacle. Although, I do know Punk does has his one that's going to back him up, because I'm pretty sure best friends will back him up. They need to. Um, Sting and Darby will back him up. If he needs to. Hell, even at this point, I think Mox would even back him up after that hell of a tag team that they did. So, um, right. So, whatever whatever MJF has, he needs to realize, oh, I got the pinnacle. No, Punk's got his backup, so he needs to watch that too. Exactly. And if this leads to Wardlow finally like kicking MJ and in, in, MJF in the balls and uh, tearing up his contract, I am all for it. Because it's like that man is like seriously being held back. What well, needs by- to happen? Wardlow need a kick. Needs because uh, it's what probably DQ. So Wardlow needs to kick well, MJF. It's, and it's, the- it's, the, it's the collar match, so it's like there's going to be like no disqualification. And shit, okay, so, so um, MJF needs a kick. Uh, MJF needs to get kicked in the balls by Wardlow, and Punk get the win. There we go. That's how it's going to end. <laughs> Score! Everybody wins except for MJF. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough of that craziness and everything. WrestleMania. Jolie, we got Jolie, we gotta fucking talk. Okay, so Brock and Roman. It was originally supposed to be winner take all. Now it's a unification match. Agree or disagree? Disagree? <clears throat> because what is that mean the brand splits over? What's going on? That's that's my whole issue. Now, now if it is a unification but they bring back the original heavyweight title belt for the a new Raw building. belt, the old school belt, I would be okay with that. I feel like, you know, we do need a design change. But unification is kind of fucking stupid. You're not, you're not unifying the women's titles. You're not unifying the tag titles. So why is one belt being unified? Plus, it takes away from the hardworking men on, on Raw. But to the... Uh, Whoever that audience was that was chanting walrus at Paul Heyman, y'all owe me money because I coined that fucking shit first. (laughs) 
I have been calling him walrus for years. But that was excellent. <laughs> oh, I saw that video. He was like, oh, Roman had to console him and everything because people were calling him walrus. It was so funny. I was like, oh, did, it, did little Heyman get his feelings hurt? Mm. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was fucking great. Yeah, didn't you say that... Uh, didn't you say that whoever, like, you'd want to be in the audience one time whenever they, like, how do you sign up to do that job and egg them on and stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> I want that fucking job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we'll pay you, like, $500 to go send the audience and everything and uh, go uh, egg Paul Heyman on and everything. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Kayla, unification match. Agree or disagree? I'm going to disagree because, uh, like Jolie said, um, unless they bring back, you know, the original, um, you're kind of giving away for people's opportunity on Raw and SmackDown. Because, like she said, you're not doing the women's, you know, so what's the point of doing this one? Um, I don't know what they got up their sleeve. Um, It's interesting, I guess, now to say. Um, But talking about making fun of Paul Heyman and calling him a walrus. I absolutely love Brock calling him a dick. (laughs) It's just, I I mean, like my mom has said over and over again, you know, even in the raw preview that I'm doing, I put in there, I've not been a fan of Brock, but I like this Brock. He's entertaining. He's making it fun. And, you know, mom even said, I've never liked Brock. It's, you know, it's fun. It's, and it's just, and I will tell you, he's proven that he don't need Paul Heyman. No. He's, you know, in, and it's great. And um, funny thing, mom was telling me that the little ponytail that he has, he's actually, you can thank his kids for that because they made a comment and said, oh, you're not man enough to uh, wear a ponytail. You'll never do it. So that's why he's doing it. He's wearing a ponytail to prove that he can do it for his kids. <laughs> so um, nice. Just... So the way he's dressing, I mean, he's, you know, I'm, I'm liking his Brock and whatever happens between him and Roman unification, I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see, but I disagree with it. Cause you know, let me and Julie say you're taking away from people from opportunities. Cause if you're not going to put a brand together, let's say if you're getting rid of the brand split, why do you still have the raw women's champion? and the SmackDown Women's Champion, unless you're going to unify them together, but that takes away from what they built. Right. You know, so... And it's like, the lately, the women have been just, like, all... Tearing just, it up. They've been tearing yes. it up. Everyone's been featured, just about featured and everything, so it's just like, yeah. No, it's like, hell, I even disagree with the winner-take-all and but to, and just make it a unification match even more, even more bananas, but we'll have to see. Okay, so WWE, it's like way ahead of time and everything. They're already announcing that um, Brock and Roman's going to be night two, more likely main event and everything. But they also, uh, main event, and then they're also saying that night one main event is going to be Charlotte and Ronda. So, but a lot of people are saying that, uh, what about Becky and Bianca? Shouldn't they be a main event too? I know Ronda won the Royal Rumble and everything, but. Uh, Kayla, are they getting this right? Um, well, anybody that knows Royal Rumble winners are always the main event. Um, 
This is kind of tricky because I, in my opinion, I think all women matches lately should be main event. I will at least say at least if not necessarily make them main event, because like I said, like you said, Charlotte and Rhonda is the main event because Rhonda won the rumble and that's main event WrestleMania. But if you're not going to necessarily put them in main event, they at least deserve to be co-main event, at least lead into it because, um, Hell, put it before, even if Brock and Roman is main event for night two, put it before Roman and Brock, you know, something edge into it. But it may, if it's not necessarily the main event, I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, I would be happy if it was, but you might as well take away the main event from the Royal Rumble if you're not going to make it a main event. But put it in a match, not necessarily first match or whatever, but I believe Becky and Bianca should at least be co-main event or edging itself into an event that's going to, you know, hype it up is what I'm, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Because- at least it deserves, at least a dirt, <laughs> it at least deserves to be a co-main event if it doesn't make main event, which like you said, it may not because of uh, Ronda Rousey because she won the Rumble. Yeah, it's funny too and everything because it's just like Ronda won the Royal Rumble and everything. She chose Charlotte and everything. And people are more invested. Well, I mean, of course, there's a bigger storyline in history with Becky and Bianca, and people are more interested in that. It's like Charlotte and Charlotte and Ronda has been built up little by little ever since the Rumble and everything, but it's kind of gotten a little sideways and stuff. But uh Jester, make sense of this, please. All right. Actually, I disagree with everything you guys just said. I'm happy that they're not main event. Want to know why? Because you want a match with history that ticks off WrestleMania. You want that powerhouse match that's going to kickstart everything. And what better kick way to kickstart fucking Mania is with Becky and Bianca. Well, so night one? Night one. Okay. Let them show the rest of the women how to fucking do it. Because you know Becky and Bianca will. So you got to look at it at, at, a different way. You, you have to, to um, you know, look at it a different way and act at it a different way. You have to be thinking, well, yeah, they deserve the main event. But WrestleMania 35, that quote-unquote unexpected match, because we were... Think it was going to be later. The Seth and Brock match set a fucking blaze of the rest of the night. That is true. Then you had Kofi and Daniel Bryan do it. And sadly, by the time we got to the women's matches, everybody was exhausted and tired and hungry and wanted to go home, which was shitty for them. I would rather have the crowd excited, alive, and impassioned for Becky and Bianca and be like, eh, fuck, fuck Rhonda and Charlotte. I hate saying it that way, but I feel that Becky has been wrestling some of her best since coming back and becoming this heel. Mm-hmm. And, and like many of us Becky fans, we cannot wait until she loses. Because <laughs> I kid you not, the unhingedness is going to be next level holy shit 
and you ain't gonna know what the fuck's gonna come out of her. You thought Seth taking out people's eyeballs was nuts. We don't know what the fuck she's gonna do. So I I, I just can't wait for her to get her acting chops because she is a, a, an actually trained actress. So yeah. I cannot wait to see what she does. I cannot wait to see what she pulls out of her her bag of tricks that she's learned from Lita from Molly Holly. Maybe if she pulled her head out of her ass and talked to Charlotte on how to do a Spanish fly, because she does one of the prettiest Spanish flies Charlotte does. That's you true. know? I, I just feel that she can she has so many different options that to pull from. And if you want to kickstart the biggest two night of the event of the year, Becky and Bianca, hands down. And that'll okay. set the tone for mania yeah I, I can see what you mean by that because it's like i know like last year they set off everything with the uh, drew and bobby because mainly because drew wanted to be the first one out um in front of the fans and everything but yeah going back to 35 with brock and brock and seth being the first match i was not expecting that i thought that one was gonna be so much later and everything and then yeah, they, they started off and then with Seth winning, how he won it and everything, that just, all right, you made sense. You made totally sense of that. <laughs> the Jester beat us again, damn it, Kayla. He did, but I actually, you know, I do kind of agree with her on that. You know, like what she said, kick it off, make the history. You know, what help, what, a, what a way to kick off WrestleMania. The biggest, super, no, I'm sorry, the biggest event that we love to call a wrestling fan Super Bowl. What a way to kick it off. Couldn't agree with her even more yeah, now that exactly. she you knows she said it, so <laughs> but yeah, she beat us like always, but I agree with her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh dear Lord Almighty. All right. Ready. Sweet. All right. Well, I told y'all earlier we were gonna have an old friend joining us, and luckily she was able to get back from Jersey in time. Um, so Oh, we head back up to Virginia, the submission sniper, ankle breaker, the one and only Jordan Blade. Welcome back, hon. What's up? How are y'all? Good, good. How, How you doing? Doing all right. Just, you know, ripping and running and, and uh, you know, not really taking a break, which, eh, good and bad, but but busy, which is which is good. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the wife might have some issues with the not taking a break. Yes, yes. She gets on me all the time because I'm in a perpetual state of exhaustion and she's like, you need to take a break. And I'm like, what's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Not my vocabulary. <laughs> right. Okay, so I have to ask you, all right, so we were talking about this off air, but um, I ha- you were tweeting out and everything, so I gotta ask you, how's the foot? It's good. It's good. My, um, my jiu-jitsu instructor rolled over my foot. He wanted to try something new and he, he rolled and you could hear every crack and pop in my foot and I was like oh god uh but I can still walk on it it didn't swell up it didn't change colors so it's been well like maybe like a week and a half so it's feeling better and better by the by the day but it was like that week it was like I got kicked in the jaw on Sunday my jujitsu instructor rolls over my foot on whatever Wednesday Thursday whatever day that was (laughs) and then I go and do a terminal combat uh rules match against Akira at Paradigm, and I'm like, I mean, he he put me through hell, but it's just like, 
I didn't injure anything. I didn't break anything in that match. Of all, of all the things I did the, that that week, that that match was probably the safest thing I could have done. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Okay, you're supposed to break other people people's ankles. Okay, you're not supposed to break your own. <laughs> well, get people away from me. People keep falling on me and running into me and rolling on top of me. Just get them get them far away from me. <laughs> oh man okay it's been a while since we talked to you but every time i see you on twitter and everything it's like title here title there title there title there it's just like damn how many are you up to right now so i <laughs> i have four uh, i just defended one of them last night for wrestling magic uh women's championship i defeated uh low mean kathleen again <laughs> um so uh Defended uh, the championship there. I have that one. I've, I still have the uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling uh, super, super super Middleweight Championship. Right. Um, I have the Global Syndicate Wrestling Solo Syndicate Championship and the United Elite United Elite Wrestling Women's Championship. Sorry, Man. guys. Let them all sleep here. No worries. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Oh my gosh. But just like yeah, it's just like it's like it's like title here, title there. So it's like uh pretty much at at one point you're gonna be like taking pictures with like your hands like out with just full with titles like uh cardona or uh thunder rosa and everything it's like damn. that's the goal that's the goal <laughs> there honestly or like mercedes martinez yep there you go the hair yep. too and everything okay and then it's like i've seen you on twitter and everything so it's like so it's like you've either been going against or tagging with Trish Adora. It's like you two can't stay away from each other. That one, y- y'all fought against each other at one time. Now y'all can't stay away from each other. Exactly. And I mean, I there's there's a few opponents that I've had that I would wrestle any day of the week. And I've said this multiple, multiple times. Uh, Trish Adora is one of them. Um, whether we're fighting side by side or whether we're across the ring from each other or whether she doesn't realize that we're on the same team in the graphic. Um, so that was a true, that, that whole, that was a true story. I was like, Trish, what are you talking about? You beat my ass. We're on the same team. I don't know if you guys saw the discourse on Twitter uh, where I showed uh, Trish that we were uh, teaming against uh, uh, Waves and Curls and Willow. Yeah. Um, at Beyond's Monkey Business coming up uh, in March. And I was really excited to show her. And right off cuff, her response back to me is, and I'm going to whoop that ass. And I'm like, Trish, we're on the same team. And then she she like squints at the graphic. She's like, oh, my bad. I ain't see that. And I'm like, you always ready to fight. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Trish, love you, girl, and everything. Does Jordan have to send you her glasses or something? It's like, come on, mama. <laughs> you know, whenever we're in the same locker room, I try to make sure she's good. You know, you know, she's my girl at the end of the day. She's my girl. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I gotta make sure that she she's straight, but she's right. my girl. So. Yeah. Oh, and quick side note and everything. We do want to send her our condolences out to her and everything. Stay strong, stay strong, mama. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah, that's I've I've been through that. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh we gotta all right, so we gotta talk about that AEW tag team match. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, cause no, cause it's like I saw it because it's like I know they've been bringing in people like little by little bit, and then I finally saw it's like, yes, they got they got Jordan on there. Against yep. the wrong two opponents, but <laughs> <laughs> It's like, damn, it's like, okay, it's like you want to have high hopes for you and everything, but when you're going against Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho, it's like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. And like the tag team, I didn't know I needed. You know what I mean? Like Thunder Rose and Ruby Soho, like they just, I really love their chemistry together. Like when, you know, I was watching them come out and make their entrances, I'm like, yeah, th- this is a thing. Like this could be a thing. This works. This looks good. <laughs> like I like this. So. Oh man. But uh, that was like your first AEW experience, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, super stoked to be able to team with uh, Leva Bates um, against uh, Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho. Very much a surreal experience. Um, I, and I couldn't be more grateful, um, you know, for everyone in my corner and to get that opportunity. Oh, that's good. It's just like, so it's like the atmosphere back. I mean, so it's like, how was it like atmosphere backstage? And just kind of like, like, what, what did you find? Like, how did you feel when you finally, when you got the call about it? Oh, I was stoked. And I always find out, I feel like when I'm like at work, so like if I'm, you know, taking my lunch break or whatever. And so like, I'm obviously like very excited, but I can't like, you know, bust out and, and song and dance or whatever, because I'm at work. So, um, so it's very much like a silent, like, woohoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, finding out is, is it, you know, the initial, um, I guess feeling there is like excitement and then you can, you know, you get a little bit closer and then the nervousness kind of sets in. Um, and then like when you get there, you know, you realize you, you know, you have nothing to be nervous about. I mean, obviously that was my first time in front of um, that many people. So the nerves are going to get you regardless, but like, there's nothing to be nervous about as far as like, you know, being there and everything. I, you know, was treated, you know, with the utmost respect um, okay. and, you know, everything was, was, was great. Catering is a one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, every, everyone was just super uh, welcoming. Um, so I, I, yeah, I really enjoy, enjoyed my time there. Sweet. All right. I'm going to shut my mouth a bit because I'm running like 90 miles a minute and everything. All right. Kayla, Jolie, who wants first? I'll go. So I see that you're pulling double duty on the same day in March. Is that true? Yes, with Paradigm. Yeah, I'm like, what? Okay, so her wife's going to have to force feed her five hour energy. Okay. Yes. And she's yes. going to be very it's mad at you the next day. day when you don't move. I mean, that weekend is going to be very uh, busy for me. I, I My calendar's on my phone, but I, I'm pretty sure I have three shows that weekend. So wrestling twice a Paradigm. Um, and then, uh, what do I have the day after? God, was it the 19th or something? Anyway, I can't remember what I have the day after. And then I have, um, I think beyond is the 20th or WWR, WWR might be the 20th, one, one of the two. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of wrestling that weekend. I'm super stoked for it. Um, but I mean, like I said, in my, when I quote tweeted, you know, pair, uh, the, um, the graphic with the British rounds. I'm like, I'm the workhorse of Paradigm Pro Wrestling. And I already got some people that are like, um, excuse me, like Chase Holiday and uh, Alex Kane. And I'm like, okay, come on, prove me wrong. But I, I, I don't feel, I and mean, we can go back and, and tally, but as far as who's had the most matches at Paradigm over the past, who are we in, end of February, over the past three, four months, I'm pretty sure it's me. That's awesome. And so other question how many speeding laws did you break getting out of Jersey? Oh my goodness. So <laughs> zero, zero, thank God. Um, I, Jesus, I'm up in Jersey so much, but like traffic was honestly like not, not bad today, not terrible. 
um, as as it could have been. But the once you get on the Jersey Turnpike, it's like, you know, it's a lot of sameness and everything. So I it was a lot of like me trying not to fall asleep, but but no no speeding laws were were broken uh, in getting home today. Trust me, I know the Jersey Turnpike all too well, and you're just basically like driving. You got your hands on the steering wheel, and you're like, try. Oh wait, did I pass the tree? I think I yeah. passed the tree already. What the? F- exactly, and you zoned out, and it's like, wait. Last time I looked at the clock, it was like ten minutes ago. How did ten minutes pass by? And I'm like, let me focus on the road because it's yeah. dangerous. That I don't remember the last ten minutes of this drive. And, and the fact that like there's barely any freaking places to turn off to go to the bathroom or anything like that. Like they need to fix that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so March is coming up, and we all know something comes up in April. Are you making any plans to go down to Dallas? Yep, I will be down there from whatever that Wednesday is, March 30th, I believe. So March 30th uh, through Sunday, April 3rd. So I'm really excited excited to go down there. Um, obviously, I've been down to Texas before, and I'll be down in Texas next week. Um, but I'm really excited to to be down there for Mania Week and the Collective and all all the you know other different types of shows that are going to be going on down there. It's going to be live. It's going to be lit. So I'm hoping I see y'all and, and anyone else who's watching down there. Uh, definitely, let's let's hang out. Come say hi. We can have a drink or something. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have any bookings yet or no? Yeah. Uh, Are you good with so, Collective? So one I can't say yet because it's not announced yet. Okay. Um, I'll be on Effie's Big Gay Brunch. So oh, I'm duh. I just saw that damn tweet the other day. My bad. <laughs> I, I, you're good. To My, keep up with everything, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not expecting you to remember that. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, no, because it's like uh, my husband and I are uh, as of right now we're still planning to go to Dallas with my nephew and everything. So it's just like a, how much money do I have, and b, what can I spread it around and like like make sure I get as much as I possibly can because it's like I was telling people it's like even if I don't go to Mania itself, there's so much shit going on. Yes, that like, weekend and everything. Yes, you're gonna have to map out like your weekend. And I mean, I'm gonna have to do the same thing, but you definitely have to map out and prioritize like what you want to do, where you want to go, what time you're gonna go to these things, when you need to hop on some transportation, like when you're gonna eat, like all of these things because there's just a lot going on and you can kind of get overwhelmed. It's very easy to get overwhelmed by everything going on. But if you look ahead and plan, it should be. Should be all right. That's what I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> yeah, because it's like last time I the last time I went to a mania, it was here in Houston, but it was way, way, way before I even knew about like indie stuff and everything like that. So this is like a whole other different feel for me. So it's just like, oh god, what to do? What to do? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll shut up again, Kayla. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you any questions or anything, but um. As far as, you know, Jolie had asked and said that you, you know, double booking yourself. Slow down, girl. (laughs) I thought me double booking myself between school, working second shift, podcast, website, trying to keep on social media, you know, but here you, you're going out there with like 100 different wrestling matches. It's like, whoa. Well, hey, I mean, first of all, don't sell yourself short. Like that's a lot to, you know, put on anyone's plate so you know congrats to you and you know get doing the damn thing over there so um but yeah I mean I I like keeping busy um I I I like I like people trusting me enough to put me in multiple matches or put me in in big marquee matches 
Um, I that that confidence is not lost on me, um, and and I enjoy the the challenge um, that comes with that, um, and the responsibility that comes with that as well. Um, so you know, I was really um, honored to be able to uh, be in to, what felt like to me one of the main event matches um, this past Sunday or last Sunday rather at Fight Club Pro Wrestling against uh, Darius Lockhart. Um, so I was really, really honored to be able to receive that match. Um, and I, I'm really excited for that to, to drop on indie wrestling soon. And uh, I'll also say um, I'm also very proud of you and congratulations on all the accomplishments and all the championships you've received since the last time we've actually, you know, had you on here and you're going to keep fighting through. So Thank you. it's always great to see, you know, on Twitter, of what you're up to so thank you so, thank you I appreciate that thank you so much like like Kat said you're gonna you might just have to start getting like a little rack with all those championships because your arms <laughs> gonna get tired after a while <laughs> yeah like yeah right? I'll have a whole, like yeah case behind me and then I'll have more belts on me yeah I mean hey that's the goal right so <laughs> <laughs> amen amen to that <laughs> oh man all right so you brought it up texas conroe next weekend mission pro wrestling no debes jugar uh we are actually they just tweeted out today we're actually proud to be sponsoring you for the event thank you thank you no 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 it's our pleasure i mean it's like definitely anyone who's come on the show even if it's like once twice or whatever it's like we definitely want to take like a keen interest in everything so it's like i know we've i know we've been able to sponsor you on several events especially with the paradigm and everything so um yeah it's like I was talking to you, I was talking to you like uh mentioning it before we started recording and everything it's like I saw like the poster come out and then it's like on the top of it it's like you're standing there you got the the killer instinct the killer pose and I was like all right all right mom. <laughs> yes Jeez yes Louise. got you yes I mean you know, that helps me stand out and everything. And I was like, this is very, I think, apropos to put me at the top of this poster. This makes sense, as I should be at the top of this poster, overlooking everybody. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, look at, look at, uh, overlooking all the heavy hitters and the champions below and yeah, stuff like man. that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of heavy hitters in Mission Pro. So I'm really uh, excited and honored to be invited back to Mission Pro. So, and I'm excited for their um their mania week uh collective show as well so yeah they're getting they're getting they're getting a banger together on for that one and everything but for next weekend your match against tiny tonali and i hope i'm pronouncing this right and everything so uh so what have you know what do you know about her so far have you fought her before so this is the first time uh i have uh, met her or i'm hearing about her that doesn't mean anything uh, you know a lot of hidden gems in pro wrestling mm-hmm. you know ready to break out so not taking her lightly at all um i did once you know i saw who my opponent was going to be i went right over to her twitter check her out she has a impeccable a beautiful german suplex uh, she was an amateur wrestler or maybe still is i'm not uh, quite sure um but anyway she has experience in amateur wrestling um which i appreciate obviously being a shooter myself right um so I think this has the potential to be um, one of the most uh, one of, a, a different type of match than you're going to see on the rest of the card. Um, you know, not throwing shade to anybody else, um, <laughs> but a match between two two shooters, um, I think, is very special because there's not 
very many, especially female shooters. That's why, you know, I feel as though Janai and I, yeah. uh, for example, have um, great chemistry in the ring because we just kind of understand that mindset. Um, so I'm really excited for this match. Um, this, like I said, is going to be um, way different than any other match on the card, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to for both of us to show, um, you know, what we can bring to the table as far as shoot style professional wrestling. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And just like... Yeah, because it's like a like with the jujitsu background and it's just like how like oh I I can't wait it's like clinic time. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. So all right, one one quick question before we oh, before we let you go, the main title match, uh, triple threat, Jasmine Allure, Holiday, uh, La Rosa Negra. Who do you got? This is so hard, and I love Rosa. I love La Rosa Negra, but I'm gonna have to go with Holiday. She's on on another level right now. She's putting together, I think, some really great work as of late. And I I mean, I have a mental strike for all of, you know, everyone on this show, everyone in that match. Um, Holiday, Holiday's my girl, though. (laughs) No worries, no worries. Jordan, it was great catching up with you. I cannot wait to finally, like, catch you, meet you in person next weekend and everything. And so it's just like, but uh, just safe travels and just just like like Kayla said it's like congratulations on everything you've done so far and we just can't wait to see what's next thank you so much I appreciate it I'm excited to see y'all next week let's go I guess this week now this weekend I'm all all over the place here (laughs) I know right everything so it's like but uh yeah it's like hope Hopefully one day down the line you'll have a, something in their area so they'll be able to catch in person too. So. Yeah, well, I'm trying to branch out. Just give me some time, but, but we got it. We got it. All fifty states. There you go. There you go. Thanks again, Jordan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Hopefully we can get through these last two. Oh man, I was so good to catch up with her. And I actually just found this out the other like a couple of days ago and everything. Our friend Tiffany, she's on the card too. Sweet. Yeah, so she facing? Uh, it, hers is actually an intergender match before the show starts. So Does like, she need a baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> Another one of our people's kicking ass. Oh, I know, I know. I, oh, it's like oh, I can't wait for that one too. So it's just okay, like, so I'm so happy. Th- we need to have the dude from Russell Rave and okay. Brandon Kirk on at the same time. I need that fuckery in my life. <laughs> We'll work on that. I will work on that. Oh Lord! Because <laughs> it's like those two on Twitter are being absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I will work on that. I promise. I promise. <laughs> there is some fuckery that I need in my life, and that is one of them. Okay. I'll, all right. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I promise. I promise. I promise. Okay. So, okay. Back to WrestleMania. All right, so one woman, we were waiting to see what was going to happen with her. And one woman, some people were wanting to get added to a championship match. We finally found out on Friday what the hell is going on. So Naomi, Sasha Banks, partial team bad reunion going after the women's tag team titles. I fucking love it. What do you think, Jolie? I am fucking here for it. It's also Vince's way of saying, hey, I know you're going through a shitty time at WrestleMania 35. Here's your tag titles back. I mean, it does take away from my other dream match with the Bellas, but, you know, I'm actually kind of cool with this. And 
it kind of would be kind of a, a cool interaction if we saw them backstage with Tamina at one point during WrestleMania weekend. Just we have that 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 nostalgia of Team Bad together again, right? But I I am here for it. But I I also would love you know if Ronda doesn't win the title on WrestleMania, okay night one if she and shana just decides to oh i don't know fucking tag and put everybody out of business in the tag division (laughs) i mean that would be fucking impeccable and i'm actually excited about you know ronda facing sonia this upcoming friday yep and uh she's ronda's been doing house shows yeah, so it's like apparently she's back. She's back, and after WrestleMania, she's supposed to be on SmackDown, SmackDown going forward and everything. So, if like if Na- like Naomi and Sasha if they end up getting the titles and everything, Ron, it's like I could I could definitely see Ronda and Shayna being their first challenger. <laughs> that would be fucking epic, in all honesty. And you know, and honestly, I already see uh, Bianca's first challenger for that title. Just so you know. Rhea Ripley. Oh, okay. Who's the one person, like, you know? Yep. See, if you when you look at it, Shayna was the one person that Bianca could never get over in NXT. Rhea beat Shayna. Yep. Rhea can't beat Bianca. So it's definitely going to be a very interesting process, and I kind of can't wait to see what's going forward uh, from here. I mean, yeah, I know people are tired of certain things and we're going to get into that one shortly um but you know we'll see what happens yeah all right uh kayla what you think sasha and naomi um i will say will be one hell of a tag team um i have nothing against queen zelina i'm happy for her that she has a title but she could at least got her another partner besides carmella um besides jolie said it does take it away from the bella twins which eventually i do hope we get that match unfortunately not be at wrestlemania hell who knows hell who knows it might happen at wrestlemania it might end up being a triple threat match no Um, no 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 cat has the best idea no 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 think about it think about it sasha and no 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 sasha naomi beat zelina and carmella for the titles okay then you have them go against the Bella Twins at SummerSlam. That brings us back to 2016, 2015, when they first brought in the Women's Revolution. When they brought ah! up Team Bad. When they had the mm. Bella Twins. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's around the same Talk time. about fucking nostalgia and long-term storytelling. <laughs> very true, very true. <laughs> and, and one thing that we did not make note of during our Royal Rumble recap is was how good Alicia Fox looked. She looked so healthy. Oh, yes, absolutely. So props to her for getting whatever was going on. We don't know, but she looks healthy. She looks happy, and she looked amazing backstage with everybody. So props to Alicia Fox. And, um, you know, congrats to Samantha, the new ring announcer on SmackDown as well because she just posted a couple of days ago about um being sober for five years so congrats oh, to her as bravo, well bravo bravo absolutely bravo go ahead Gail. 
But anyway, um, speaking of she said Alicia Fox, kudos to her also on that. Um, and I'm sorry, Alicia, Team Bella reunion didn't work out for you at the Royal Rumble. You kind of no. got eliminated. Um, <laughs> but anyway. At least she did bring up the captain's hat. I was happy about that. I'm glad the thing got retired somewhere. <laughs> Mass or, somewhere is more yeah, like it. Yeah. They did not bring that back. I was happy. That thing freaked me the fuck out. No. Okay. Um, anyway, um, yeah, Sasha and Naomi beat them because, like I said, I ain't got nothing against wrong Zelina, Carmella, and her stupid mask. And gosh, please, somebody just sew Corey's mouth up. I hate, no, but anyway. Um, yeah, Sasha and Sasha and Naomi. I'm all for it. Legit, the legit glow. I kind of like that. The legit glow. There you go. Boss glow. Bosco. Boss glow. Bosco. Boss glow. Boss glow. All right. So I want to go touch something back that was we talked about earlier about the whole Ukraine situation. Hangman Adam Page fucking just trolled Jen Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane, about posting under his thing about UNICEF, Ukraine, and 10 ruthless chair shots that Kane took to the head. So I might not like a lot of AEW shit, but I will support that cowboy shit right there. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. Oh man. <sighs> but Hey, but but just the thought of at the end of WrestleMania, we could see Bianca, Sasha, Naomi with titles. Chef's kiss. In Texas. In Texas. And you have one of the biggest LGBTQIA supporters in Naomi in winning that title. And uh, yeah, I need drag queens. I need every fucking queer thing that she could have to be her entourage for her and Sasha because fuck you Texas uh, that would be fucking great November fuck. November I cannot wait until fucking November I don't care who's on the card for Democrat hopefully it's Beto but I cannot fucking wait until November I'm gonna shut up because I will go on for like 20 minutes about his stupid ass but all right <sighs> People don't re- people don't realize and everything is like not everybody in Texas agrees with this fucker, and he's just doing shit based on his beliefs and everything. All right, I'll, all right, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. Okay, talk about stupid shit for WrestleMania. Kayla, Logan Paul, for real. Okay, first of all, the way he hyped it up, like, come on now, Miz, you ain't that unlike that you could probably find somebody that's a you know heel backstage team up with you um but really it's i don't know i've heard someone say it's just a hype for his actual wrestlemania opponent but you mean partner well yeah sorry partner okay you know it's just a tease but then again it's it's kind of just like Ray Mysterio and Dominic just standing back like, we got this. We can take these two exactly. on, you know. But honestly, it's another, I think it's a wasted space as in a um, partner for Miz. Because like I said, he could, um, I mean, there's quite a few people backstage. I'm pretty sure they asked him, hey, you want a WrestleMania moment that they would probably take it. Trust me. Um, but honestly, 
I don't know what to say of this match. Um, I do like the Miz. I always have. But if it's really going to be Miz and Logan Paul, Mysterios, I hope they kick their ass. I really do. Um, but I will say this. It better, it better be on the kickoff show on one of the nights because it does not deserve to waste a space on the main card. I'm sorry. Maybe if it was, I don't know, somebody from NXT or um, I don't know, open up the forbidden door and bring someone in or something, but you know, maybe might be on the main card, but Logan Paul really dude couldn't even make it on the freaking mass singer, let alone trying to make it in a damn wrestling ring. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, it could have been better. I don't know why they're hyping Logan Paul up now. Bad Bunny, I could deal with, but Logan Paul, no. Dude, you're – no, don't get me started. I can call him so many different names that I don't want to. So if I'll leave that up to our jester to do if, so. If he's, I know what's coming. if he's not going to even bring a remote ounce of dedication like Bad Bunny did, don't bother. Jester floors yours. Logan Paul, the suicidal unapologist, the douchebag of douchery, the cum stain that should have been wiped up from his mother's mouth before she sucked off his father. He is the world's biggest piece of shit. Him and his brother deserve to be locked up in jail, thrown away for whatever charges they could put against this little twat waffle. I don't fucking care. That being said, I swear to God, if this is true, I will fucking fly down to wherever the fuck the Miz is. Dick kick him multiple times Rochambeau his ass until he is in tears and he can no longer have children that Marie's will feel how bruised his penis is for picking such a dickless partner I cannot stand Logan Paul Logan Paul is the biggest piece of shit known to man and that is a very high bar considering what we have going on in this world I cannot stand that son of a bitch Now, the way that he hyped it up using every fucking Cody Rhodes title was so fucking annoying. But if it is a swerve and it is Cody, I will give kudos where kudos is due. Giving us the king of douchery and actually giving us a decent wrestler as your partner. Because that's actually a tag team that I wouldn't mind seeing. But if it is the king of twatsicles that needs to be euthanized then please put them on the kickoff show so we can kick them off and kick him off of WWE programming. And I pray that the ghost of Eddie Guerrero comes down and fucking haunts Logan Paul's little white ass for ever thinking that he deserves to be standing in that ring. And Lindsay Dorado said it best. There is no fucking celebrity that's going to step in that squared circle that will be as good as fucking Bad Bunny. Amen. Fuck, so, put Bad Bunny in the damn Hall of Fame right now. But yeah, no. That little cum stain can just shrivel up and die. <sighs> Did you have to say euthanized? <laughs> He's a pussy. Okay, but euthanized? No, we don't condone that kind of shit here. <laughs> After what he did in the suicidal forest of Japan, yes, I do condone that. For him, that's it. Okay. He disrespected the dead. You do not disrespect the dead, especially in that forest. Ooh. Okay. Ugh. 
right. What were you going to say, Kayla? I'm trying to find the tweet now that I was trying to find this as she was talking. But did you see that uh, when uh, Joey has said about the hype that they've thrown after his Cody, did you see Big Swole's tweet towards Edge? No. Towards Edge? It was the post that she he was where he was talking in the ring that he wanted an opponent. Hang on. Trying to find it real quick on Twitter. I'm trying to well, scroll. Oh shit, through. I'll take Swole versus Edge. No, not the, not her. <laughs> he was it was hyping up. Hang on. No, I can't find it. Really? Okay. Or did she take it? Well, anyway, she retweeted it back. It was a thing about him asking for an opponent that he won an opponent and she basically said Oh, it's nothing but smoke and mirrors, something like that. Basically, sung uh, Cody smoke and mirrors song out. Continue, <clears throat> uh, just yeah, continue. I might be able to. Oh, here you go. Here it is. He's because Edge says there's no smoke or mirrors about it. Is ready to make more WrestleMania magic. Edge is more make WrestleMania magic this year. Swole retweeted back. Whoa, you're only smoke and mirrors. You're only smoke and mirrors to me. Hmm. So, but yeah, here. Here's the people that at home can't see it, but that's what she tweeted back. So is that another throwback? Because I saw something that Cody, no, but jump back to that. Somebody had asked Cody in a interview or a thing and says, what are you doing right now? He said, I'm a stay at home dad. But then he's also said that he doesn't have any beef of Tony Khan. He loves Tony Khan. Money had nothing to do with it. He just needs to find where his spot is rightfully at right now. So, hey, this might be a way to hype it up. Imagine Edge versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the match we never got to see. That's true. This is true. That's very, very true. All right. So, okay. So I, we got to add. With, we got to end it with this one because the this thing that just I alluded came to at, earlier. About Vincent this, Kennedy McMahon? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to end with this one because this one's got enormous ways to go about it and everything. So, starts off Friday night. Pat McAfee starts hyping that Vince will actually be on his show this coming week. Weird, but I'm like going pretty damn cool. Michael Cole is even asking him, how'd you pull that one off? He's like, I have no clue. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, over the weekend, we're seeing multiple tweets about a program coming up on, t- on WWE TV between Vince and Pat with a scheduled match at WrestleMania. Okay, so is Vince's 70-something-year-old ass actually going to wrestle, or is Austin Theory going to take his spot? I have no idea, but it's just like, holy shit, what the hell? And this has been oh god honestly I'm, go ahead Jolly. go ahead. honestly i'm actually quite interested to see where this goes to be perfectly honest because you got two fast talkers in vince and in 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 pat and it's going to be very interesting and money money is how you got him on the show pat shut the fuck up you know how you got him there you suck a little dick we know we know it's okay it's okay submit it <laughs> so you had to suck a little sawdust it's fine but you know i i honestly would have loved that but i honestly you know because another certain person tweeted at pat about having him on the show again and that was adam cole 
again. <laughs> so it's like, what if this isn't just a, 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 a swerve swerve? Like, this is a major fucking, you know, forbidden door bullshit where they actually bring Adam Cole to face Pat McAfee again. That would have been fucking awesome. But, you know, Vince, you know, love him or hate him. Vince will do every fucking stunt. He fell off the balcony for the Gronk thing. To show Gronk how to do it. Right. And if he is in shape to have a match, okay. It could be a tag match. They could say, Pat, get a tag team. Tag partner. You know, he could maybe bring up Wade Barrett. That'd be kind of interesting. You know, bring maybe somebody up from NXT. But still, like, you know, tag between Vince McMahon and, and with Austin Theory. Oh, my God. I just, Pat's partner, Shane. What if Pat's partner is fucking Shane? If they make it a tag match, that would be fucking awesome. That would be kind of fucking awesome, to be perfectly honest. I, that would be a match that's entertaining. Talk about just swerves. Exactly. And, like, you know, and speaking of swerve, if the rumors are true, congratulations. Um, but... Yeah, no, it, it's just a very interesting topic because Vince always has ideas and Vince will always do something to get in that ring or get involved in that ring because it's his home. And he, if he's going to die anywhere, he will die there. And, you know, unlike a certain geriatric piece of shit that needs to learn how to shut his fucking mouth and close his zipper, Vince actually looks in shape. And doesn't look like a beaten alligator leather bag that's flown across the world 10,000 times and has been tanned too many times. And is so shriveled that, you know, it needs to be put on life support every once in a while. I'm actually talking about two people there. And if you can't figure out who I'm talking about, then you're in the wrong podcast, buddy. Uh, So, yeah, I just think, you know, if this is a swerve where it's just Pat versus... Austin or a tag match with Pat and Shane or Pat and Stone Cold Steve Austin because I would honestly love to see Pat McAfee get fucking stunned in the middle of the ring with a beer in his hand I think that would be epic you know so this is the you know people bitching about this well I don't see Tony Khan doing this shit I don't see the ultimate fanboy living his fantasy because if you want to be Vincent Kennedy McMahon so bad, Tony Khan, jump off a balcony onto a mat and actually make it look real, unlike when Jericho fell off and you saw the fucking cardboard. And speaking of, I know one right now we're done with this, but can we talk about that ref Audrey, who's supposed to be the best fucking ref in AEW, fucking up that uh, Jade match? Can we talk about that with the three count where she was down for she didn't kick out at three and they held the hand up like she did uh i didn't see it kayla apparently jr said made a comment it pissed people off too Uh oh so so there there's there was some little controversy there you know it was the the botch of the week something like that but Mm. great jr needs to retire too sorry (laughs) I, i will actually agree with everybody in aew JR needs to fucking go. He, yeah, he, he is he a cancer. He, uh, he is a cancer to that. Uh, and that's a poor choice of words because he had cancer. But he right. is, but it's ne- the negativity that the connotation of the negativity of that is. He just drags down their 
announce team. Now, if Tony wanted to be on the announce squad, I think he would be a perfect, you know, he's got the gift of gab and I think he'd be perfect for it because he has that heelish uh, boyish charm about him. Excalibur's okay and Taz is fucking fantastic. But yeah, no, JR, Tony, if I can give you any advice, get rid of JR. That's it. Put him backstage and help him, have him help the talent with their talking. And, you know, for the love of God, find a new shtick for Orange Cassidy because that is god awful. <laughs> oh, it's like enough already. All right, Kayla, v- Vince and Pat, what you think? Like Joy said, it could be it would be hilarious if it was Vince McMahon versus Austin, uh, Vince McMahon and Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee and Shane. I think that'd be a kind of a hilarious match. Um, but, but then again, a part of me, if it really happens, a part of me could actually see Vince McMahon sending Austin out to the ring, beat the living daylights out of Pat, and then comes in with a chair or something and pins. McAfee in the middle of the ring so he don't have to do all the work uh, <laughs> um in a way I think it would be it I think it would be a fun and hilarious match just for the hell of it you know keep for entertaining but then again I can see Stephanie McMahon trying to run out there and stop his dad from going in the ring because he is in his 70s so yeah um even if it does happen I think it you know it would be one of your shits and giggles match, you know, so it would be fun. It'd be entertaining. So um, anything's possible, but Hey, it's WrestleMania. Anything happens, anything goes. So, I mean, just, it'll just be quite interesting. That's all I got to say. I mean, any outcome could happen. So yeah and it's and and it's like it's intriguing so it's not really not really like one of those where you really consider it like a bathroom break match and everything because it's like you kind of want to see what happens with this Mm -hmm. definitely more to come and hopefully by the time this airs a certain uh finn balor will be u.s champion that'll make that'll make kayla really happy more than you'll ever know that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll see. All right. And on that note, this, a, this has been a long ass episode, but a good one. Whew. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>